You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your brains, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, A.J. Andrews of jaysfromthecouch.com, and we're back after what has been a very difficult weekend to try and deal with. Um, As many of you know, I am Nova Scotian. I was born and raised in Truro and now live in Halifax, so the rampage that happened late Saturday night, early Sunday morning, cut right through the heart of my county, and 22 people needlessly lost their lives. Um, Good people, people my mother knew from time uh, in Special Olympics, uh, people that my friends knew. Um, One friend lost, uh, lost his neighbor, the RCMP officer who was killed, uh, Constable Heidi Stevenson. And you, you see so many of those things in the news about these these people that just go off the rails and you, and you think, like, well, that that couldn't happen here. How How could something like that happen here? And there have been close scrapes before. I think about the foiled plot to rampage through the Halifax Shopping Center a few years ago um, that a couple of teenagers were going to try and do. And you think even in those instances, the the police are going to be on it, but they they were not. And it took 12 hours to take this guy down. This, this psychopath had already killed 22 people before he got taken down. And it honestly should never have gotten to that point. People should not have been driving on the highways and not knowing that, you know, that cop car behind them is going to be the last thing they see. And it is a, a cruel bit of irony that it was a cop car that that ended a lot of people and people were afraid of the cops in that instance because you you didn't know you didn't know who to trust and this monster was just going killing indiscriminately as what it seems like a personal beef and quickly spiraled into something catastrophic. And it's been very difficult to deal with that. And the support that's come in from across the country and across the world has been great. And all I can really say is, on behalf of the Nova Scotian people, you know, this this has been a really dark time. <laughs> a time that is really dark for the world. And it it's made it a lot tougher to grieve what was lost in that 
that horrific time frame. But we will remember those who have fallen. We'll remember Constable Stevenson and and Kristen Beaton and Heather O'Brien, you know, two nurses who are on the front lines. We'll remember people like teacher Lisa McCulley and and Jamie Blair and Joey Weber, people who contributed as best they can. And I can tell you, I will never utter the name of that monster because that is what happens. These people stop being people and they become monsters and they deserve to be treated as such and they do not deserve any semblance of a memory for what they did. And we will only remember those who were needlessly taken away and we will move on from it and we will remain strong. That is what we do out here. We take some horrendous punches and we soldier on. That's the East Coast mentality. That's the East Coast spirit that lives on. That we may we may bow and we may bend. But we are only bowing and bending to remember. Because we will not be broken. And we will emerge from this and we will have the chance to grieve properly and we will carry on so that's that's all I wanted to say about that thank you for listening thank you for the support I really hate when I have to start with the with the heavy stuff but that's that's something that needed to be said so it feels really weird to try and transition into anything baseball related after that. But we're going to do our best to do recent ruling from MLB in the Red Sox cheating scandal. Because there were multiple cheating scandals they had to go over. So I'll talk about that in the second half because I don't, I don't really want to be angry just yet. That doesn't feel right. But spoiler alert, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to rail on MLB some more. So just wait for that. I haven't given much of an update on the Blue Jays simulation since our, our two-part episode with Mike Wilner last week, which y'all should check out if you haven't. But since I talked to Mike... The Blue Jays have been on a tear. They they went into a road trip against, you know, the Rays, Red Sox, and Orioles in order. And given that they just went three and four on a homestead against the Royals and Twins, it was honestly going to be, you know, time time to to prove what they're made of they can be this 500 team or they can go out and make some statements against the division and they have made some statements they're four and one on this road trip so far 
after today's victory over Boston. And the strange part is, it has not been the offense whatsoever that's that's doing this for them. It has been all pitching. And, you know, we said last year that if the Blue Jays got any semblance of pitching, they'd be a really good team. Now all they're getting is pitching because the bats have not been there. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has been in a terrible slump. Kevin Biggio's batting average has plummeted. There's no one batting above 300 anymore. And and they're just getting it done on, like, random hits, like like small ball baseball, getting that RBI ground out, getting that sacrifice fly, stringing together a couple singles when needed. And it's proven to be enough because the pitching has just been so dominant. And I'm going to talk about this more on tomorrow's episode. But, you know, the the entire starting rotation has been exactly what it needed to be outside of Chase Anderson. But we'll talk about Chase Anderson tomorrow. But Hyunjin Ryu has been an ace. Tanner Roark has been steady. Matt Shoemaker is pitching like he did before he got injured. Which, I mean, that that's going to beg the question, do you sign him right now? Which is something we may have to talk about. And the bullpen started to right itself. Ken Giles had a shaky outing against Tampa Bay. He came back today and, and worked a clean inning. Rafael DeLise is settling in. Um, Craig Stammen, who they picked up, hasn't given up a run yet. Wilmer Font has a one ERA. Danny Salazar came in and threw in four, four and a third innings of scoreless relief today. They're getting con- contributions from every member of that pitching staff. And you could not say that last year. It was such a hindrance last year. So to see the pitching staff go out like that and really pick up an offense that is needed to be picked up. Boba just starting to get out of his slump. But the other the other batters, Biggio, Guerrero, Guriel, they they need to pick it up as well. So to see that has been excellent. And and we're gonna go more in depth into that tomorrow. I just wanted to say it's it's been fun to see. I know it's not the slug fest that I think people were expecting from this Blue Jays team, but they're thirteen eleven and they're a half game back of the Yankees for first in the division. It, it's amazing to say that. I don't think if, if real life baseball was being played, I don't think any of us would have had that at this point in time. So I, I'm kind of excited. It looks like Ryu's going to go again tomorrow too. So he, he is just eager to get out there. I am here for it. We'll, we'll see. It's, it's either going to be Ryu or Trent Thornton going and Honestly, I'm all right with either of them right now. So that is something to look forward to uh, coming on tomorrow's episode. I'm, I'm going to talk about the Red Sox. This is going to be a long episode. I mean, I've been, I've been sitting and, and thinking, and I've had a lot of stuff to get off my chest. So it's going to be a longer episode. So we'll talk about MLB's punishment of said Red Sox. In the second half, but before we get to that, just a reminder that this episode is brought to you by Postmates. From a breakfast burrito in the morning to a 12-pack of beers uh, when you're feeling it in the afternoon, 
sometimes you just need something delivered to your door fast and Postmates can handle that for you, especially in these times when you don't really want to be out in public. You want something just catered to you. Postmates can do that. And it's not just restaurant food. They can also do grocery delivery. They can go to convenience stores for you. If your governor is stupid and opens up a bunch of non-essential services, Postmates will go there for you so you don't have to risk your governor being stupid. So you just download Postmates on your app, on your phone, iPhone or Android, doesn't matter. You can get Postmates. You can bookmark your favorites. And if you're downloading Postmates, you can get $100 of free delivery credit for your first week. You just download the app. You use the code Locked On. That'll give you that $100 free in delivery credit. You can use it to, to get like green onions delivered from the store. Green onions are cheap. You can get that delivered. It won't matter. There's no minimum. Just enter that code locked on and you get that $100 of credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. So anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. So I said I was going to save my anger. Yeah, it's time to get angry again, because once again, MLB is proving it doesn't know how to handle things that threaten its business. The investigation into the 2018 Red Sox cheating scandal was concluded today. Punishments were meted out, and the ruling is Alex Cora is banned for the 2020 season, but we kind of expected that, given he was a ringleader in Houston. But that's just it. Only banished for 2020, which may not even happen. So big freaking punishment, MLB. So it was it was basically nothing to Alex Cora. Uh, they named the ringleader of the operation as replay operator JT Watkins, who was instantly fired. And is banished until after the 2021 season. Which, I mean, okay, if if he's coordinating stuff, fine. That, that probably should be someone who's away from the game. But to think it was solely on Watkins is foolish. And to think that Alex Cora didn't know anything about it also foolish if you're gonna throw Jeff Lunau and AJ Hinch out for for what the Astros players did why why isn't Dave Dombrowski on a list why why didn't Cora get an extra year it doesn't make any sense and then Manfred announces that the Red Sox lose their 2022nd round pick not even their first second if they if they waited until the offseason, had a change of heart, and signed Mookie Betts to a massive contract, they would lose more draft picks than they did for cheating. That is stupid. Like, like if if you're going to punish a team, at least make it hurt. At, at least. This is the same thing we said about the Astros, and they haven't freaking learned. And I don't care if this is a lesser thing. You would think all the feedback, all the pushback from players indicated, hey, maybe we should take this a little more seriously. Maybe we should be a little harsher. 
They didn't learn. They didn't learn their freaking lesson. And now, again, with with a second-round pick being being the only punishment to the team. And second-round picks are nothing. Like, like baseball has the biggest crapshoot of a draft of any of the four major sports. So second-round pick could be a guy who, who bottoms out in double-A. Congrats. Oh, no. You lost him. It's nothing. It's it's absolutely nothing. And again, it, it just makes you wonder how how seriously is MLB taking this? Do they actually care about the integrity of their game? Or are they just content to, you know, slap the wrist of whoever gets caught and hope that it blows over? Hope that oh I get I hope they learned their lesson. They lost the second round pick and their video operator had to be fired. No. No. That does not teach them. That does not hurt them. You want to know what would have hurt Boston? Losing $5 million. They're so hard up that they have to try and pawn off David Price. $5 million would be a strong incentive for a team that has had shady dealings in the past with steroids and Apple phones and and all these other things. Them hurt. But it's Boston. It's the Red Sox. It's prestige. They're not some Johnny-come-lately like the Astros. This is a franchise of, of Ted Williams and, and those lovable clownish 2004 Red Sox and a bunch of losing in the middle. But the fact of the matter is that they still should have gotten way more than they did. And they just flat didn't do it. And it's a shame. And, you know, again, it wasn't as if Rob Manfred could get any lower in my eyes, but congratulations, buddy. Yeah, you're really scraping the barrel here. And and that's not even in, to get into the, the elimination of 42 minor league teams, thereby slashing. Oh, let me do the math here right quick. 42 times 25 slots. Yeah, that's going to be approximately 850 jobs for minor league players. Not that they were getting paid anyway, but still that's that's a lot of that's a lot of teams across America losing their baseball, losing losing their chance to see potential professionals. And I, I hope there's something that can be done. I know Congress is in on it. So hopefully something can be done for those cities, for those players. But honestly, at this point, I have little faith it's going to... Ha- it's it's just not... It's not even close to happening. And it makes me weep for the sport. But... Then again, I'm a sentimental woman who just has visions of eating a hot dog at the game. Visions that I desperately cling on to in these trying times. Anyway, I'm sorry for ending this podcast on a bit of a down note, but it's it's been that kind of week. I swear tomorrow we're just going to focus on good old fake baseball and, and totally forget what what we talked about. Um, we're going to be talking after the Boston series concludes. So 
I'll be able to say if the Blue Jays are five and one or four and two. We're going to get updates on the statuses of Chase Anderson and Wilmer Font, who both left today's game. So we will be talking about that tomorrow. And if you're not following the course of this simulated season that has the Blue Jays a half game out of first place, you want good news? That's good news. If you're not following my Twitter account at A underscore J underscore Andrews, you're missing out on that. So feel free to subscribe and follow and, and keep peace with that as so many across Blue Jays Nation are doing. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast at Locked on Jays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. You can find Locked on Blue Jays. You can find it on Twitter and Facebook as well at Locked on Jays. And again, we will have happier stuff to talk about tomorrow. So until then, for everyone at the Lockdown Podcast Network and everyone at ChaseFromTheCouch.com, I'm E.G. Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. Now tell your smart device to play Locked On MLB so you get that goodness from Sully in your ears because we're done with this one. So do that and y'all take care.